This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, the boys are back in town. Bum, ba, da, ba. I was going to sing boys are back in town, but we don't have the rights. We don't. We've, we've been negotiating with them for years with uh, uh, Thin Lizzy. Yeah. To get the rights. Oh, the email came. We got the rights, Tom. <laughs> oh. Just this. What uh, luck. What a coincidence. So that was all the negotiating was just for that. Just, yeah. So we don't have the. Uh, $720,000, Tom. We don't have the performance or what? What the recording rights or whatever it is. We don't have the mechanical license to, ah, to okay. play the actual recording. No. Uh-huh. What license do we have? Uh, I think it's the. No, what's it? Tom, I was a music business major in college. <laughs> I just asked you, like, what are the two licenses? <laughs> I mean, the songwriting. There's the the one that covers songwriting, and then there's one that covers the the recording. Right. Hell, if I know what the the <laughs> publishing. Oh, the publishing. No, the songwriting. This isn't good content. We're in the same room, Tom. Yeah, we're in that. That's what this is all leading to. <laughs> yeah. That for the first time since last March. Uh, we are in the same room recording. We're this is the first time we're in the same room. Yeah, indoors. In, indoors. That's true. Yeah, is, we've yeah we we've hung out a few times, but it's always been outside to yeah. be safe. But we're both uh, fully vaccinated. Well, I'm not, but I'm just not Wait, scared. <laughs> oh, you're just not scared anymore. Yeah, I was I was pretty scared. It was pretty scary there for a while. Yeah, but now but everything's I, fine. I mustered up a good amount of bravery, and here I am. All right. Well. Not feeling so great, but I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna plow through it, Tom. Well, you know what, Tim? We're back recording the same room again, so that also means uh, it's gonna get very hot in here. We're both gonna feel very sick by the end of recording, regardless. <laughs> yeah. So we just have to remember that's just the the stupid process which we go through to record this moderately at best successful podcast yeah. and not a deadly disease. That's just all part of the process that yeah. we make ourselves sick. We 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 don't bleed for this podcast, but I guess we make ourselves slightly uncomfortable yeah. occasionally for this podcast. And I think all it comes for across. you, the loyal listener. Yeah. Tom, before we were uh uh, the recording before mm-hmm. we hit record here. You were God, mentioning you don't even to, you're you're that rusty. You I forget. forgot all the terms. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know any terms in any industry yeah, I've Jesus, ever been Dave, in. I think you should try to get that money back. You yeah. can't even remember the word record. Um, you were saying mm-hmm. you're so joyful that we're back in the same room that it was worth it to have this whole COVID situation. So you could feel this happy to be back in the same yeah, room. Yeah, it made me truly appreciate yeah. uh, being back in the same room together. And if and you said it was worth it. Yeah, and if that's what it takes, uh, so be it. I mean, nobody got hurt. It's fine. Tom, I have some terrible news for What's you. What's that? Um, you can tell me off air. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it's not going to be interesting. Uh, Tom, uh, how you been? <laughs> Good. This is well. Go ahead. No, you talk. For the first time, it's Mm -hmm. just us uh, tripping over each other, not because of a digital delay over Mm -hmm. Zoom or FaceTime, however we did it. It's just we're bad. It's just social awkwardness and uh, poor conversation skills, poor listening skills. 
Yeah. We're Poor rusty. interpersonal skills. <laughs> we're not very good with those skills Mm-mm. normally. Right. And then you t- 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 take us out of the game for 14 yeah. months. This is the first time we didn't have to um, go through an elaborate syncing process. Yes, with our, where we with clap. Our, yeah. People don't know a little behind the scenes. When we sync over FaceTime, we clap. And then you can sync them back up together. Oh, boy. This is going to be a long episode. <laughs> We're out of stuff to talk about already. <laughs> we hung out in real life the other night, though. We went to a bar. Yeah, we, we sat we, outside. Yeah, we were still outside. I mean, you're allowed to be inside now, but like, you know, it's nice out. Did you find this weird at the bar? What's that? Um, now that we're uh, now that New York is a weed city, mm-hmm. people are just sitting outside at the bar smoking weed, smoking bowls. Yeah, you kept calling the police, uh, and they they refused to come. Well, I just flag them out. Go, officer, <laughs> officer. <laughs> well, that that was the the most awkward part that you kept running into the street to try and flag down cop cars because yeah. you were afraid uh, that if you called nine one one, they would overhear the call. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't, and I don't want to be a snitch. Yeah, uh, I thought what was weird was I forgot. Uh, like, I mean, I haven't bought a beer that wasn't at, from a supermarket in a long time. I'm like, God, go to a bar. Those prices, eight dollars for a beer. Yeah, and it, I don't know. Do you feel like they didn't change the keg since last March? <laughs> yeah, it didn't. It wasn't like great stuff. And, you know, there are supply issues all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, who knows when and where that beer is from? Uh, what? Hey, it was shared with good friends. Yeah, we we finally, I don't know, hung out somewhere in public. Well, in, yeah, we've hung out in public. Yeah, well, I got exclusively it. in public, Yeah. Tom. Yeah, it's true. Parks. I guess this was maybe a little more private. Yeah. Uh, it also sucked because... Um, it sucked. I had a good time. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it also sucked for this reason. <laughs> well, I was... No, I was going to say another reason why COVID sucks is uh, besides us not being able to be in the same room together recording, um, that uh, uh, like two of my like three go-to bars in this neighborhood have now closed shuttered for good yeah for oh, good no strange. three have yeah three, three out good of three bars what was that three out of three <laughs> three out of three no like three out of three out of six okay i would 50%, say 50 percent. that's look so my point was just going to be when we were there i was like oh well if it's like crowded we can go to and then i was like oh shit no that close oh that close oh that close so there, there you go, Tim. There is another bad thing that happened because of COVID. So yeah. we're up to two bad things. Yeah, couldn't record, and then Tom can't go to every bar that he wants to go to, <laughs> and that was that was the real travesty of of those bars of those businesses shuttering. Yeah, they were like, boy, we liked when Tom came here every yeah. once in a while and complained about how expensive <laughs> everything was. Um, have you noticed this about New York, Tom? What's that? Uh, it's it's. Look, we're getting back. New York is back in business, but it's also amplified my least favorite thing about New York is that everybody's trying to do anything fun at the same time. Yeah. So, like, everything's always mobbed. Mm -hmm. And now, especially because everything's like 50% capacity, or like, and everybody's like, I can do this for the first time in a year. You need like reservations to do anything. <laughs> yeah, I've been dying to like see some live music. And uh 
Yeah, just realizing like, oh, it's going to be hard to like get tickets to like even just normal shit now because everybody's going to be everybody else feels the way I feel. Yeah. Yeah, I had I I tried to get tickets to a live performance Mm -hmm. the other day. I I was like, I set my alarm to make sure I was up for when the the tickets went on sale. Mm -hmm. The ticket site crashed. And I think everybody in New York was trying to get tickets to this. It was that rascal uh, John Mulaney. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say Rascal Flats was coming to town. Oh, man. Do you think Rascal Flats plays New York on their tours? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Huge. They're huge. He's huge. We don't know. <laughs> okay. Who knows? You just went, huge. They're huge. Um, would you go to an indoor concert? Would with- I go to a Rascal's Flat concert if he or them came to New York? <laughs> You'd be a fool not to. Um, I don't think I would yet, even though I like intellectually understand that you know things are pretty safe right now. Um, and you know, and I'm safe, I, I'm fully vaccinated and I got the Pfizer vaccine. So I got the good one. Mm. Um, but I think I'm just like, not, uh, there yet with like being used to doing that again. Yeah. Before I met you to get drinks the other night, mm-hmm. you and your girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, my wife and I went out to uh, dinner, outdoor mm-hmm. dining. It was the first time we did that. Yeah. And like there was this table of like 20 somethings, one table over being loud and having a And I remember like, oh, I hate being around strangers <laughs> having a good time. Yeah. That's like the number well, one thing I hate. Well, that was the people next to us when we were uh, out, you know, the other night they, that were smoking weed Yeah, uh, next to us. It was just like a huge like group of the like young people dressed provocatively yeah <laughs> and just being very loud yeah and i like having a good i like when i have a good time yeah. and my friends have a good time with me not right. when they're when i'm not around but like other people having a good time and it's like oh that's what that's what you run into all the time when you're out yeah. in new york city with strangers i think i'm going to have a hard time readjusting we're getting back to life. Where yeah, it's just like, you hadn't even adjusted to society well in the first place. No, but I got so to a sets, place where it was like y- you're fooling right. some people. Yeah, and now it's it's uh, yeah you 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 two steps forward, one step back. No, one step forward, two steps back, or two steps forward, like three or four steps back. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of stepping. Oh, I was talking about uh, one of the one of the uh, famous dances to a Rascal Flat song. I was giving out the instructions for anybody that uh, was planning on seeing them like I am when they come, when he or they come to New York. You're going to do the famous. Yeah. One step forward, two steps back, two steps forward, one step back. What did you say then? Five steps forward, one Uh, step back? Yeah. And that's how you do the flats. And that's why they need such a big venue to perform in because there's got to be enough room for everybody to do that. I will go to that Rascal Flats concert with you, Tom. You're not invited. Tim, this week we're talking about uh, uh, the people who benefited most from this pandemic. And complained the most about this pandemic? I mean, they'll find something to complain. Yeah. Some of them. We'll, we'll we'll get to it. We're talking about billionaires. 
billionaires. Not millionaires, not multimillionaires, billionaires. And let me start off by saying this is like one of my constant um, uh, issues with uh, American society, uh, the world society everywhere. Okay. People not understanding, not not everybody, obviously, but like some people not understanding like just how much more rich a, mil- a billionaire is than a millionaire. That a billion is a thousand million. <laughs> so when you think about like a millionaire being shorthand for somebody that's rich, think about somebody being at least a thousand times richer than that. And in some cases, a hundred thousand times richer than that. Yeah, they're and Tom. Unlike you, I think billionaires are cool and generous people. There Um, aren't any billionaires listening to this podcast, Tim. That I can guarantee you. I don't know. Hey, if you're a billionaire out there listening to this podcast, prove it by sending us each. If you're a billionaire listening to this podcast and you don't send us a million dollars, I'm not. I'm not. Well, but Tim, then you're a jerk. Then you're just a jerk. If a billion, if if we each got a million dollars from a listener, how do we not not know they're not just a multimillionaire? So what is it? They would have to to send each of us half a billion dollars Ah, to prove that they have at least a billion dollars. Yeah, but then. And then look, here's here's the grift. Here's how we become billionaires. We come back. Get married? We, no. <laughs> Damn it. Why is that always what your plans lead to? See, in this situation, I I I I'll concede some of the other times I've proposed that mm-hmm. it didn't really make sense. But this time, you're you're a married man, Tim. It it really doesn't make sense under any circumstances. Life doesn't have half a billion goddamn dollars. That's true. <laughs> No, I was going to say they we we convince a billionaire to give each of us half a billion dollars and they go, ah, so you have proven it. And then we can go, how do we know you didn't just have a billion dollars? Mm. And now you now you're poor. Now you're out on the street. You gave away literally all your money just to prove to us you're billionaires. I think you're going to have to prove you've got more money, that you are still a billionaire. Then that's how we should become billionaires. Mm. We get him to get and like probably this is a very insecure billionaire. I don't think you get to be a billionaire <laughs> if you're so easily goaded into How do giving you know? out. I mean, maybe some people become billionaires and then they're just immediately swindled out of that money by mm. people being like, "No, you're not." Do you think there's a billionaire that, that there are several billionaires that have earned their fortune in that way? Uh, through <laughs> questioning another billionaire. Yeah, I mean, if I did it. I would keep my mouth shut about it. You know, I'd be like, oh, no, I invented uh, a new website that everybody loves. And then if they were like, well, what website is it? Is it Google or Amazon? I'd be like, oh, I can't tell you. See, the problem with these uh, billionaires. Like, I invented the startup page when you first launch your browser. doesn't even have an address. What's on that page? Sometimes news. It depends on the browser you have. Mm. Oh, and it's customized to the browser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's different for every browser. Ah, that's that's and your that's settings. the killer feature of your. Well, that's how website. I became a billionaire. That's what I would tell them. Yeah, they would really, also have to be pretty computer illiterate. I also think that there'd be a lot of tax implications. Like if somebody gifted mm-hmm. you half a billion or a billion dollars. Yeah, I feel like. 
Uncle Sam's coming in and taking a chunk of well, that. Well, then then you go back to the billionaire and you go, well, you didn't really prove it because, yeah. look, after taxes, I only got like $300 million. Yeah. Would you, if you were given, what would, all right, if somebody gave you just like a briefcase with a billion dollars, which okay. I get is be impossible. A heavy briefcase. Uh, what would you do? What do you mean? Like if somebody just gave, all right, let's not say a billion dollars. Let's say somebody handed you a briefcase that had $5 million in it. And they were like, this is not stolen. This is not ill gotten, but I'm, I can't tell you where it came from, but it's yours. And now poof, I'm going to disappear. I don't, I, I think I'd be too afraid to do anything. With right. It. You would just be paralyzed. I think with I'd like, just like leave it on a park bench and no. like slowly walk away. I would, I would take it and hide it. And then I was going to say, I was going to start giving out some details of somebody that I know that's hiding money from the IRS and how they're doing it. How are they doing it? Well, I'm not going to tell you that. And who is it? Just tell me the name <laughs> of who it is. No. Uh, and it's, it's not- Good Rascal Flats. Rascal uh, Flats. Rascal. They pay their fair share of taxes, I'm sure. And uh, the last thing we need, Tim, is to be sued by one or multiple men on this podcast <laughs> for uh, slander. The last thing we need is this country being torn apart by some some investigation into Rascal Flats's finances. Yeah. Um, I would keep it and I would just start paying for a lot of stuff in cash, I think. Yeah, but what if? But I don't know. I also, I think I would start doing that a little bit, not a lot. But then I would immediately look into like, okay, where can I go with this money where there aren't going to be any questions? You need asked. to launder it, is what you're saying. You no, need to launder that laund money. Well, I guess launder it in the terms of like, yeah, I can't just be like, hey, some guy gave me $5 million. Like, I'll pay the taxes on it. They'd be like, no, 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 no. You're going to give it all to us. We'll we'll give it back to you once we figure out. Right. If so you, you need it. to like spend it all at a laundromat or something, right? And Tim, then that's not what laundering money is. <laughs> you need to spend you, it. You put it in the change machine. <laughs> you turn a dollar bill into four quarters and nobody's none the wiser. <laughs> I mean, um, to some extent, yeah. No, let's say you got a friend with a hamburger restaurant. Yeah, right? yeah. And you're just like, I'm going to buy $5 million worth of hamburgers from your establishment. Mm -hmm. You keep... The hamburgers. Yeah, well, not, give me a couple of the hamburgers. Yeah. And you keep, you know, half a meal for your trouble here. And then uh -huh. you then make me part owner and I'm going to get the rest of that, right? And then it's like, <sighs> hey, I made this from my hamburger business. Yeah, yeah. I want to, I'd want to spend this money right away. On what? I, on like luxurious things. I don't think you do. I don't think you can go from zero to luxury. I think this is why uh, lottery winners are always I, end up so tragically. Yeah. I guarantee you, you like uh, if you go to like a Lamborghini dealership or something, if you ask them, like, hey, how many of your sales are in cash? It's probably like a pretty large, like, yep. Somebody came in with, you know, $100,000 cash and like, eh, the money's real. That's their problem. Can you do something with crypto with that money? Yeah. I mean, that's like what, like one of the big attractions of cryptocurrency. 
Like it's gotten a lot harder as you know. Uh, you spend a lot of time on the dark web. Yeah, as uh, as like uh, you know, regulations have come in and like places have kept more of an you know once cryptocurrency actually started being worth something. Uh, excuse me, but I mean there are people who you know got a thousand Bitcoin, uh, you know, seven years ago or something when it was worthless and now are like, oh shit. Like I am a multimillionaire, but that's legal. That's fine. Yeah. 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 But you but can't go in and still... just buy $5 million worth of Bitcoin right now and then cash out tomorrow and nobody knows. Like, no, there's no tracing. No, the there Bitcoin. is tracing. Uh, like, you can't. Oh, that's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, to turn cash into Bitcoin, you have to buy it from, like, an exchange mm-hmm. and they have to uh, register you. So, like... What's the point of Bitcoin? Then how is it all this illegal stuff because happening? Because that's with it? only if you're turning, if you're buying it uh, with cash. Like if you have Bitcoin, then you, so good example. Like if I had a thousand Bitcoin from like seven years ago or something, and now it's worth a fortune, it's extremely possible nobody would know about that. There are tons of people out there. That they're in this case, they're in this situation, and there's like... Wait, then how did they get it? When they had to be registered from an exchange? No, like people who mined it themselves yeah. years ago or or like bought it before exchanges had to do this kind of stuff. Right, right, right. Um, and a well, lot isn't of- there some crypto that you can buy that is less reputable that you can flip? Can I just got to buy something that you can flip. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can turn it into other crypto. But what I'm saying is like a lot of those people... Uh, like, especially in this like last boom were like, Hmm, I now have like a hundred million dollars out of nowhere. Let me look into which country I should move to Mm -hmm. in in order to withdraw that money and not have half of it disappear to taxes. Well, I mean, you're entitled to that money. Earned it. <laughs> you earned it with your mining, Tim. You're always big about, oh, we got to save you the miners. You your life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Down, down in those mines. Um, my point being from the beginning of this diatribe that um, you, there's a big difference between millionaires and billionaires. And like, I'm, I'm, pr- I'm sure I've talked about this on, on this before, but like, I always go back to getting so mad at this, uh, like uh, at these comments in Mark Ruffalo's feed. <laughs> Tom, you got to get off Mark Ruffalo's feed. Look, Tim, it's it's my people. It's it's uh, my my tribe is is in Mark Ruffalo's comment section. Okay. Um, no, actually, the opposite. We're like he, you know, he posted, you know, he's he's a big lefty and he posted uh, some like anti uh, Amazon thing, anti Jeff Bezos thing. And people in the comments were like, oh, yeah, well, you're easy for you to say. I looked it up on Google and you're worth 50 million dollars. So who are you to talk? It's like, no, you don't understand. Mark Ruffalo being worth 50 million dollars. He is so much closer to whatever your normal person wealth is <laughs> than he is Jeff Bezos. Like those aren't the same category of yeah. rich people. And Mark Ruffalo's handsomer. He is a lot handsomer. 
any stronger. Even even though Jeff Bezos like spent all that time getting ripped so he could leave his wife, um, he still can't turn green and become a huge monster. That's true. He had to become a huge monster through other means. <laughs> so Tim, you um, you said you like billionaires now. Well, I was trying to butter them up a little bit. Oh right, that's all that was. Yeah. Um, I, I have you ever spoken to a billionaire? You know what? I was trying to think of if I ever have, and I don't think I ever have. Have you? I have one time. Whoa. Yeah. I Did thought you I was, say, hey, give me a million dollars? I thought I was funny and I was drunk and I like kind of, I, I think I like mumbled it and then like walked away. Who was it? Was this uh, Warren Buffett? No, it's, it's, it's like. Was this Jimmy Buffett? It's, oh, it's, I would have been like, hey, play Cheeseburger in Paradise. <laughs> yeah, you would have been like, get the dollars. fuck out of here. Um. No, it's one of these uh, smart billionaires, I think, that like doesn't want anyone to really know that he's a billionaire. Like that's the thing about all that's these the dumbass billionaires. Bill- like, yeah. they want to get on lists. Like, there's all these like the Kardashian, the Kardashian, the Kardashian. <laughs> Who are these damn uh, Kardashian twins <laughs> that that my daughter's so obsessed with? Uh, like. They're one by one becoming like billionaires, right? Right. And there was like a big controversy because one of them, it was like the youngest self made billionaire. Yeah. People were like, that's not self made. But also, there's a lot of questions like, are they actually billionaires? Right. Like, how don't, if I was a billionaire, I don't. I didn't want anybody to know a goddamn thing about how yeah. much money I had. And these people are putting out press releases like, hey, guess what? I'm a billionaire now. <laughs> well, Shut up. So Just that's keep money. That, that's the other thing with uh, not to. Well, I guess I was going to say not to bring it back to cryptocurrency, but I am that uh, I feel like a lot of these people don't understand, which I which I've seen that people are like, hey, like experts are like, hey, if you're into cryptocurrency, great. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Like, because the whole, you know, cryptocurrency is basically cash. So they're like, if you're like, you know, posting screenshots of your Robinhood account on Instagram and stuff, there's very little stopping somebody from like coming into your apartment with a wrench and being like, <laughs> put in the password <laughs> yeah. and send it to this wallet or else I'm going to bash your head in. And then once you do it, like the money's gone. That's it. Yeah. Wrench crime. You always got to be on the lookout for wrench crime. No, they they're uh, we're going to hear from crypto people. There is a term for it that that is something like like wrench or baseball bat where it's like, yeah, you have to have like, you know, certain levels of security and backups and stuff. But that you also have to think about like. What would what's my plan for if somebody just starts chopping my fingers off <laughs> until I tell them my password? And usually the answer is like have a dummy wallet set mm. up somewhere with like some money in it, but not all of your money. I would reinforce my finger bones with steel. I would just wear uh, like a chainmail gloves all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's true. You'd have to kind of like. I'd have them locked on like a chastity exactly, belt. Exactly. That's what you'd have to do. <laughs> I'd probably just chop my hands off, I guess. But <laughs> No, you'd cover your whole body in chainmail. Oh, well, or I was going to say, hmm. I would have to have <sighs> some kind of a fingerprint <laughs> thing so that I'd be like, go ahead and chop my hands off. Then nobody will be getting any money. Ah. But then I guess they could probably just take my hand out of the chainmail and 
put it on the thing. You have to like get the blood pumping though for a lot of these uh, fingerprint readers. I think You've done a lot of research into this. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't be saying this too. That maybe somebody's like, oh damn, I can't come and steal all Tom's money, and then like, oh, you just have to get the blood pumping in in the <laughs> severed hand. Tom, I, I look as it stands right now. You mm-hmm. don't have chain mail on your hands. I don't have steel reinforced <laughs> finger bones. People could just steal all of our wealth with a wrench. You are wearing a chastity belt, though, that I meant to ask you that's, about that's, earlier. That's uh, that's a COVID thing. That's that's for safety. It's it's uh, it's not my choice, but I've chosen to embrace it. Do you dread looking at your credit card statement every month? You do, Tim. Yeah, I'm nodding vigorously. We don't blame you. Upstart can lift that weight off your shoulders so that you can finally feel the relief of being free of credit card debt. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Unlike other lenders, Upstart looks at more than just your credit score, like your income and employment history. This means they can offer smarter rates with trusted partners. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash guide. That's upstart.com slash guide. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know the boys sent you. Ooh. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash guide. This episode is sponsored by ExpressVPN. You know what's not fair, Tom? What? The fact that Netflix hides thousands of shows and movies from you based on your location, and then they have the nerve to increase their prices on you. That's right. They just raised their prices once again. The gall. The unmitigated gall. Now, you could just cancel your subscription and protest. Maybe I will. Or you be smart about something for once in your life, Tom, mm-hmm. and make sure you're getting your full money's worth by using ExpressVPN. Oh, like yeah, I, I, do. I just use ExpressVPN. So you might not know that what's on Netflix in your country is completely different from what someone in the UK or Japan has on theirs. So using ExpressVPN, I can control which country I want Netflix to think I'm in. Whoa. ExpressVPN has over 90 countries to choose from, so every time I run out of stuff to watch, I just switch to another country to unlock new shows. Tom, right now I'm watching the the U.S. Office, which famously left Netflix in the U.S. Wow. What a, what a crazy world that you have to pretend you're in the U.K. to watch the U.S. Office. Exactly. It's not on U.S. Netflix, but with just one tap of a button, ExpressVPN lets me change my location to the U.K., to watch it. And here's the best part. It's not just for Netflix. You can use ExpressVPN to unlock shows on other streaming services too. I like to use it to watch BBC iPlayer. It's free and it's only available in the UK. ExpressVPN is also super fast and works on your phone, laptop, 
even smart TVs, so you can watch your shows on the big screen with zero buffering. Nice. So be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash guide. Don't forget to use my link. It's our link. Our link. Don't forget to use our link so you can get three extra months free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash guide. Expressvpn.com slash guide to learn more. Here's here's my beef with most billionaires. You can Tim. tell it's going to be a good segment when it starts with a big sigh. <laughs> Tim, I w- recording uh, last week or the week before, I noticed how many of our segments start with a sigh. And it's not, I think it's just like us like taking a breath, getting ready. But yeah. uh, but it it sounds like, <laughs> like we think this is a chore <laughs> if we don't edit those sighs out. Another thing, a little behind the scenes that I notice when I edit is mm-hmm. before we start, you'll say like, all right, I'll start off this segment. I got something to say. And nine times out of ten <laughs> after you say that, it starts out with Tim... Uh, another thing that I wanted to bring up. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I forget it in the time between when I say I have something and then when I start talking. Um, the idea that bil- this is why I get so mad about billionaires. I was getting so mad researching this that all these billionaires have pulled this like big fucking scam of like. Oh, no, I'm a philanthropist. Yeah. It's okay that I don't pay any taxes because look at all the money I give. And the example that uh, um, I got here, and this is like some old numbers, but uh, I don't know. Jeff Bezos donated $100 million to something, uh, to some cause. It, It might have even been COVID stuff, but I don't think so. I think it was something else. Whatever. But uh you're like, holy shit, $100 million. That's nuts. That's an insane amount of money. If he were donating that to me well, at a park bench. still ask for $400 million more <laughs> yeah, to you know, prove like, that he's a billionaire. Like, well, you're part of the way there, Jeff. You know, now we, we have- We almost a, believe you, Baldy. Now we have a, a, a gentleman's agreement uh, to, to keep going. You know, now I know you're serious. You've got some skin in the game. Um, so a hundred million dollars at an estimated net worth of 165 billion, which I think is an old number. I think he's richer now. Yeah. Uh, and this was after his, uh, divorce, (laughs) that generous sum constitutes 0.06 of his wealth. To put that in perspective, if you had a $15,000 car, another fi- or a, another 1500 sitting in a bank account, and you had zero debt, which, you know, this describes already like less than half the country, this would be the equivalent of giving $10 to charity. Yeah. And that's why people just don't do the math on this stuff of like, yeah, $100 million is a shit ton of money to everyone in the world except for like a couple of thousand people who it's absolutely nothing to. And that's why it's a big problem that billionaires even exist. 
You ever hear this line from like uh, billionaires or like other like fabulously wealthy people where they're just like, well, I don't know, Tim, I don't hang out with billionaires I like you rub elbows to uh, do oppo research, Tom. Or did you read somewhere that billionaires like having their elbows rubbed and you're trying to get <laughs> I in? I mean, some of them do. You're trying to I get mean, into that's, some That's a quicker way kink. to get your $500 million out of a, out of a billionaire. Find out <laughs> which one of them likes which body part rubbed. Um, where they're just like, you know, like, it's really overrated, people. Like, it's, it's, it's a, another version of, like, money can't buy happiness. Where yeah, it's just yeah. like, it's like... Well, if you really believe this, that like money isn't the answer to everything, why are you spending so much fucking effort amassing so much of it that you'll never be able to do anything with in your lifetime? Yeah. To become a billionaire, there needs to be something wrong with you where you don't where you don't at some point go like, that's enough. I'm going to enjoy my life. Cause like that's, you know, so right now Elon Musk is the, is the richest American. Oh, Jeff Bezos. I thought, or Jeff Bezos. It, it keeps going back. 2021, and f- the, the, the Forbes well, list says I think it, Bezos at 177 billion, Elon at 151 billion. I think it, dep- both it, very cool guys. Too. It, they it, seem like fun, cool, chill guys. It depends on the stock price at the moment. Right. Which is technically like also in fairness, like, they, they don't have $177 billion in a in bank cash. account liquid. That they right. Can, right. And if Jeff Bezos was like, you know what? I want all my cash. I'm going to sell all my Amazon stock. Like it all of a sudden would not be worth right. that amount of money anymore either. Um, but I, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, either of those guys, I would not want to trade lives with them. Like they, they work like crazy. Yeah. They both have multiple companies. They're both in some dick measuring contest to to get to space. Uh, it just you know doesn't seem like it's worth it. And I and that's what I'm saying. You have to become like you have to be a weird psychopath in the first place to get to that amount of money. Where then you're just never gonna enjoy it. Warren Buffett's another guy, and like people always talk about ah. Uh, the the Oracle from Omaha. He still got like his you know two bedroom ranch home in yeah, in he's Omaha. Ninety six, and he's still fucking uh the, the working every day. Yeah, and it's like, all right, he kept the same house. Then why the fuck is he holding on to all that money? Give give people who could use that money uh, something. That's why I actually so uh like when I was looking up lists of good million good billionaires and bad billionaires. There's this one guy, uh, I mean, and like he was under bad billionaires, Mukesh Ambani. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's uh, in, he lives in India. He's like an Indian, uh, you know, mogul. He's a chairman, managing director, and largest shareholder of Reliance Industries Ltd., a Fortune five, a Fortune Global five hundred company, and India's most valuable company by market value. Yeah, so it's probably one of these companies that like does a million different things. Um, but he has a $1.2 billion house in Mumbai um, that's 27 stories tall, has a 168-car garage, nine high-speed elevators, a ballroom, and a snow room, which is just a room where it snows inside. That's of. cool. That's cool. Like, <laughs> look. Well, and that's what I was going to say. So he's listed under, like, 
he's bad. Jack Ma, uh, the founder of uh, Alibaba, they're like, he gave, you know, $10 million to COVID research. He's a good billionaire. And again, it's like, that's a dollar to him. Yeah. This other guy, I, I have more respect for the guy who's just like, Nah, fuck you. I'm so rich. Look at what I did. I built a skyscraper as my home because I'm just a real rich guy and I'm not going to help out with any cause. But guess what? Like nobody else is really helping out anyway. So I'm, I, I don't care what people think of me. If you had a 10 room home, a 10 room home. Yeah. If you're like me. You're only ever going to go in three <laughs> of those rooms. Right. So like. I think it's cool. The snow room is cool. You don't like, think if he goes to every one of these uh, 27 floors every day? Yeah, or ever, really, right? Like, yeah, there like, have to be floors where he's like, I haven't been on on the 14th floor in years. Yeah, but like, if there's a snow room, there should be like a hell room where you <laughs> go in there and it's fired. It feels like you're in hell. Yeah. Like, like that stuff is well, he cool, has but like if it's a like sauna and a spot, like no, I, le- I, I mean like I left- theme rooms. <laughs> I know. Well, and I left out. He had just like a bunch, you know, a uh, uh, big theater and yeah, like that stuff is that cool, useful. Stuff. But like a lot of people like have it's like okay, this is like a, a room with like couches and books and stuff and, and is here's that the most extravagant. No, thing you I'm can thinking think of? of like mundane, like a oh, living yeah, room, yeah. Uh-huh. and like. They have the equivalent of like fifteen living rooms and a bunch of bedrooms. It's like, what are you gonna do? So yeah. we have all these rooms. What are you gonna yeah. have like massive <laughs> sleepovers? No. Like, yeah. At what point are you gonna have all of these rooms being used at the same yeah, time? Who cares? Just, uh, just, uh, just make live a in snow the space. Room. Make a snow room. Make a hell room. <laughs> a hell room would be cool. It'd be like you and your friends could be like, who could spend the longest time in the hell room? So wait, what would the hell room actually entail? It'd be uh, fire and rocks and stuff. So just like open flames, like the room would be on fire. You make it happen, Tom. You insulate it with Ooh, asbestos. You know what and you stuff. would do? You bring in the guys that made the backdraft ride. Yeah. From Universal Studios. Exactly. And then you can make a whole floor. And then you could have the, you know, whenever you're showing people your new place, have the elevator stop there and be like, oh, no, my home's on fire. Come follow me. We have to, you know, escape. Get on this tram. (laughs) There's no time to explain. Yeah, do all that stuff. Oh, my God. Jaws got it. Oh, no. Yeah. So that's. Bite our boat. Yeah. If you're a billionaire. And that's what I feel like even even the people who, you know, like somebody like Jeff Bezos, I think he's in the middle of or he just got some like f- insane yacht. Yeah. Five hundred million dollar. Yeah. And you which look again at, is just like nothing. That was like if if you, if if you, you were going to buy a new car. Bucks not, yeah, not yeah. even. It would be and like if I'm going to buy a, a PlayStation a 5 <laughs> yeah. or not. Um I, you know, and I saw the pictures of this thing and like, it looks like a beautiful boat. It looks so luxurious and high end. It doesn't look fun. It's like, put a catapult on the back of it or something. Some of these guys. Mm -hmm. So not all of them. I want to be clear. Because what I'm going to say, some of these guys, it's like, they, they think they're like, they think they're going to like solve death. Right. And so like, yeah, people like 
you can't take it with you. You have, you know, mm. hundreds of billions of dollars. And they're just like, I'm not going anywhere that I'm going to take. Yeah, I'm, gonna I'm going to, to Mars and then I'm going to live forever there. Yeah. But um, wouldn't it be cool? Like, I hope at least one of these high profile guys, like, I outlive to just kind of be like, <laughs> and I hope, like, the only and, way that's going to happen. And you hope they didn't leave a will and it's just a free for all? No, I just think, it, like, if just you who found calls out dibs? that one of these guys just, like, choked on a baby carrot like <laughs> choked on a baby i was like oh no you're back into the QAnon stuff <laughs> no like you know it was eating like snacking on something like right. baby uh, carrots and hummus and like watching tv or, or overdose on uh adrenochrome <laughs> but, right tim uh, tom you, you gotta stop trying to paint me as one of these people it's gonna stick i have a <laughs> This isn't this isn't right. Well, stop trying to convince me that but it's it worth looking like, at. If like one of the Waltons was just like, yep, oh, well, turns out they weren't going to live forever. Yeah. I mean, I guess well, the, people die all the time. Rich people die constantly. Not like not like the and maybe not the wall. Look, here's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not wishing death on anybody, right? But I do think these smug pricks think they're like legitimately think. Yeah, they're some of not them. going to die. Right. And I would take a lot of joy in being around <laughs> when they finally do die because they, all right, death and taxes. They beat taxes. They, <laughs> right. they beat ta- And I understand why they think they can beat death. Yeah. And I would just like to see them humbled by something. But you're not going to see them humbled. They're going to die and then they just won't exist anymore. Yeah, but that's cool. <laughs> I don't know. They'll they'll not have learned anything. Yeah. Do you know who the richest ma- person in modern history was? Mm, Alexander the Great. No. But I guess that's not modern <laughs> no. Jacob Fugger. They called of him the Fuggers. They called him Fugger the Rich. Who's this guy? He's the guy they base uh, Meet the Fockers on. <laughs> he was the original Fock. That was before he emigrated, and then they changed their name from Fugger to Fokker. Yeah, he's the original guy that asked uh, if uh, he could be milked because he has nipples. Right, and that's how he became so rich because he could be milked. <laughs> um, no, he was alive in the 1400s into the 1500s. He was just like a German, like you know import export guy um but number two is john d rockefeller Mm. um owner of rockefeller records nope that's that's not true and that's not how he made his money tim he owned uh railroads and oil Mm. that was where the real money was not in a record company again i i think you really weren't paying attention when you got that music business degree in school um he had what Today would be equivalent to three hundred and fifty to four hundred and twenty billion dollars. That doesn't mean anything, but that's like triple Jeff Bezos. So, right. like, gives you an idea of like, you know, just how rich Rockefeller was, right? And and how you know that family is still rich and influential. Tom, he has a freaking ice skating rink in his backyard. Do you think he gets up every morning and goes ice skating? No, Tim, John D. Rockefeller is long dead. I don't think What? He, this is he, how I find out. I thought you would be celebrating. What I thought you'd be him? dancing in the street. With a baby carrot? 
Yeah, who knows? Uh, mysterious circumstances. How did he die? I don't know. Probably old age. That's the other thing. All these people, they think they're going to live forever. And like, they're not half wrong. Like so many of them live to be like 105 years yeah. old. But yeah, I think through just through like pure force of will of like, I've got too much shit. I'm not going to die. Yeah. But I feel like they get like at some point they realize like, hey, this is uh, I am like things are deteriorating here. And I, that's what I like when they reach that. <laughs> that's what I want to see when they reach the point where it's like, oh, I'm not going to be immortal. And then their last days are just like they're depressed about it. I think if people in those situations, like a like a Sheldon Adelson, 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 um, he passed, right? Yeah, um, he was look, and he was like v- very old, and also like looked like he was near death, like moments from death for the last twenty years. And Adonis, that man was <laughs> Tom. How dare you? But I bet like. He nobody ever told him like, hey, Sheldon, you really look like shit, man. You're falling apart. Who would tell him that? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So like he probably never thought that his his dying thought was probably what the hell? What? What? (laughs) Why is this happening? No, I think he was the kind of guy who's like, I know I look like shit, but guess what? I'm so rich. Like, I can have any woman I want. And I think that also, like, wasn't true, I think. <laughs> no, he had, like, a weird hair thing going on, right? Yeah, like, too much hair dye. Yeah, like, very... That- no, nobody ever had jet black hair, especially not <laughs> somebody in their 80s or 90s. Right, and that's what... That's why I don't think he was one of these guys that was like, I know I look like shit. Remind I think, me, I have to start dyeing my hair jet black now <laughs> so it doesn't look weird. It. Yeah. They'd be like, well, you had jet black hair for the last 50 years. Yeah, it makes sense, Trex. Um, no, I think that people like him, that's why he's like, was still dyeing his hair jet black because he's like, um, I've gone prematurely gray. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I need to do this. Um, there are 2,200 billionaires in the world right now. 2,200? more than I thought. They have a combined wealth of $9.1 trillion. And I originally, in my notes, put this as just uh, $9 trillion. So I was like, yeah, I'm rounding. Then I'm like, I'm rounding <laughs> $100 billion <laughs> down. No, that's still a lot of money. Um, the top eight billionaires who I have uh, a list here uh, have the same amount of money as the bottom 50 percent of uh, the world. Yeah, I know, Tom. I've heard Bernie Sanders stump speech as well. Yeah, I follow Mark Ruffalo on <laughs> Instagram, too. Um, number. You know what? I'm going to start from the bottom. All right. Uh, Alice Walton. Is number 10. She is followed right after by Jim and Rob Walton. They're uh, yeah, 11 and 12. That's a thing. Like the Walton family. So this is the, so the, f- the Walmart heirs. Yeah. So friggin. If this isn't the most dystopian thing ever, they're so friggin rich. Yeah. That three of them <laughs> are the top 10 richest people in the world. Uh, top 12. <laughs> right. Oh, in 2020, they were, they were uh, eight, nine and 10. Oh, okay. Uh, but, uh, things have changed, yeah. um, but they they own they got that rich by 
just being born. Yeah, and owning stores where like it's like, oh, you don't have a lot of money. We can help you out with that. We'll sell you this garbage, cheaply made stuff yeah. at better prices. And the reason we can give you better prices is because we're going to employ people and not pay them enough to be to live above the right. poverty line. And, and we're going <laughs> to use our monopoly power to like squeeze manufacturers. And then we're also going to count on the idea that we're going to run every other business out of town so that we're the only place to shop and we'll make up the money and volume. And then that money will go to three people. And three of us are the richest people in the world. Oh, yeah. And some of the richest people ever in history. It's, uh, hey, these people, what do you think they do? What do you think S. Robson Walton and Jim Walton and Alice Walton do? Like, they wake up in the morning. Yeah. Do they go to meetings and stuff? Because if so, you guys are fucking doing it wrong. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I assume they're still- Give away in... 90% of what you have and live like a fucking king or queen until you die. Yeah. Never work a day in your life. And guess what? You would have done so much good if you just- Give away your money. That's what is, uh, like, again, it's a paradox of, like, I can't believe nobody's ever done that, that nobody's ever been like, you know what? I'm going to make everybody look bad. And I I have the self-awareness of, like, myself, my offspring, my grandkids, their grandkids, like, could never spend this much money. So I'm just going to go down having a legacy um, the closest that this has gotten is Bill Gates, but the problem is Bill he's Gates He's richer is, now than ever before? Yeah. So, like, it was just kind of a big PR thing that, like, him and Warren Buffett and stuff all got together and they were like, we're doing the giving pledge, which is um, during our lifetime and uh, upon our death combined- we're pledging to give away at least half of our money. It's like, well, after you're dead, shithead, it's not your money anymore anyway. So you're yeah. deciding, like, it's not going to go to my kids. All right. Because you know they're going to be fine. Also, that's just a huge tax dodge where I'm sure all these people have also explained to their kids. Well, I'm sure all their kids are well versed enough about all this stuff that they're like, you don't want that half of the money. <laughs> that yeah. half of the money is going to go to charity. And as a result, you're going to be able to keep all the money I give you instead of having to pay. Also, God forbid taxes. they only leave each kid. $50 million or $100 million. Well, but that's the thing. that God forbid these kids have to figure out how to live on that. Yeah. Well, I mean. I'm angry all the time. A la, a la the Waltons, even if, you know, even when Warren Buffett and Bill Gates give away half their money, their kids would still be billionaires. Yeah. Uh, so it really isn't that big of a deal. Uh, but like I was saying, the paradox that you can't become a billionaire unless you're just like a psychopath. Uh, so that's why no billionaires have ever, ever been like, yeah, you know what? I mean, so like a, one of the other examples I found here is that uh, Mike Bloomberg, you remember he used to he, you were going to vote for him. You want Little him to guy? be president? Yeah. 
yeah. little, little Mike. Um, he could give every homeless person in America a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, but they just spend it on drugs, Tom. Yeah, but that would be like think about what that would do to the drug market. Think about how many more people would be employed selling drugs. No, I mean I get that like there there are so uh I've read about like one of the problems with a company like Tom's shoes. Your my not my shoe, Tom's shoes. You know, their whole thing is like, oh, when you buy a pair of our shoes, uh, we give away another pair. It's like a needy fam, mm-hmm. needy person in the third world is that that has like then destroyed the like the shoe industry in in these mm-hmm. places. OK, because then it's like, well, there was, you know, a dude <laughs> who, who made shoes, who made yeah. shoes for this village or whatever. And now he's just out. So like, I get to a certain degree. Yeah, if you just like threw money on certain things, it would throw everything into disarray. But it's a solvable problem. You could find a way of like, how can I give away billions of dollars and hurt as few people as possible? Understanding, sure, some businesses might go out of business, but as a result, like, you know, for every business that dies, a thousand people won't die of starvation or like die of, you know, uh, preventable diseases that they couldn't attend to because they're riddled with medical debt and have no health insurance. Like one of these guys could come along and be like, you know what? I'm funding medical insurance. Like I'm, I'm giving everybody health care. Yeah. I wouldn't want that health care. I'd be too <laughs> proud to take it. Well, there are a lot of examples that people could do. Yeah. Uh, you know, even, even, you know, something uh, environmental of just like, I'm going to buy all this land and it's, you know, uh, a public park now. Nobody else can go, you know, you can't drill there or, or whatever. Right. Or I'm going to build, you know, a huge solar array in the desert and give out that electricity at cost or, or something. Yeah. None of these people are ever going to do that. Though. No. Cause you don't amass that type of money. If that's the type of person. Exactly. That, that, that again, the paradox. All right. Number nine and eight, uh, Sergey Brin and Larry page, the hey. founders of Google. Nice. I wear their goggles. Number seven, Steve Ballmer. Uh, Microsoft? Microsoft man. Owns, is he the one who owns like the, the Clippers? Yes, I think. Okay. Golden State Warriors or Clippers? Clippers. Clippers. Right? He bought it from that, uh, yeah, that awful yeah. man. Uh, you like that old guy. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot about that guy. Yeah. He had the... the you the, thought he was the, a, the a wife, delightful scamp. The wife that wore a visor all the time, V? Yeah. Um, I saw somebody wearing a visor like that recently, and, that's, and I was like, oh, yeah, I, I remember like that The thing that you woman. remember most about that story is the <laughs> visor. This woman wore like a full, just like reflective visor. It was nuts. I loved it. I can <laughs> see why he fell in love with her. <laughs> it's like a... Back to the Future Part Two situation, or something. Yeah, I was like, "Look, this old man is just a very big Back to the Future Two fan. He got tricked into saying some racist things while he was being recorded." Uh, number five, Warren Buffett. Yeah, the Oracle of Omaha. Yeah, 
Nebraska. That's the most boring state, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're just a very... That's some, Kansas. No, Kansas. That's somebody that... I like them all. They're great. I'm The heartland. I'm just shocked that he's always held up as like, look, he's a good guy. And it's like, maybe he doesn't intend anyone harm, but I almost find that more offensive to be like, I'm just going to play. He's, he, it's faux folksy is the worst thing on earth. Well, it's partially that, but it's also, I don't know if he's super faux. I think it's more just like, oh, I don't care about anything except this game. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to. Economics is my game. Fucking society. That's yeah. what these billionaires have done. And so I'm not, not even, even going to use this money. I just I'm just going to run up the score. They don't really like. Yeah, you're talking about pissing contests and dick measuring contests, and it's like to them, it's just like this is all intangible because it's more shit than they can ever yeah. do anything with. And it's like you know, those are resources that you are pulling away from <laughs> society for the sick game in your head and people celebrate it people celebrate you for this i saw uh, an article on an entertainment website Mm -hmm. that was criticizing elon musk's um uh, performance on saturday night live yeah and someone in the comment section someone who is commenting in the comment section of an entertainment website was like show some fucking respect that man disrupted the 25 billion or the 300 billion dollar auto industry what do you need to write that comment for so, show some respect <laughs> why he disrupted an industry for, why are you why are you doing pr in the the comment section yeah. of vulture.com yeah are, jesus christ are you also on Social media websites being like, show some respect. Don't threaten to rape and kill people because <laughs> they because of Ugh. the color of their skin. Um, Sorry, go on. Yeah, that's, it. that's all I had to say. I'm well, that's what I'm saying. Like I, again, I'm sure this 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 guy uh, Mukesh Ambani. I'm sure he's an awful man. I'm sure he's done awful things. But part of me is like. And he spent that $1.2 billion. That money went back into the economy. Like people had to build that building. People were hired. Different businesses had the Imagineers that built the backdrop. (laughs) Whereas like Warren Buffett is held up as like a good guy because he's just fucking sitting on the money. It's like, why? Why is that? Spend that money. Put it in the economy. Because (sighs) I invest in Coca-Cola and you should. Invest in the things that you consume yourself. I'm a sucker for candy. My grandson loves candy too. I I probably shouldn't eat so much candy, but I can't help myself. Well, spe- that Warren Buffett sounds like? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, and speaking of folksy, number four, Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, great man. <laughs> it doesn't look like he's wearing five other people's faces over his own face. Why can't he get a normal person haircut? He's an incredibly rich man. It's because he wants to look like Caesar. He's got a Caesar thing. Did you know this? No. He's obsessed with Who Caesar. is he? George Clooney in 1992? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he should be so lucky. <laughs> is that really what it is? I mean, that yeah. makes sense yeah. because it's just not... A flattering haircut. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard that. 
Uh, because like, if you look at old things, it's like, no, he used to have like normal person hair. Yeah. And then he, no, he went insane. Well, you, yeah. Yeah. You go you insane. Don't, when, yeah. You don't yeah. So that's rise another to this thing. level. If you're without, a billionaire out there, give us some of that money before you go insane. We're trying to help you for God's sake. Well, that's the thing. Like you see a picture of like Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk back when they were like eccentric nerds or yeah, whatever yeah. and like oh they're paunchy and their hairlines were yeah. weird and people are like oh your hair like of course they fixed their hairline and yeah. lost weight but also and like got, got chefs and trainers yeah <laughs> but that was also before they like this money and this game drove yeah. them actually insane and they became sociopaths right yeah because both those guys like in the late 90s early aughts you know, a lot of their peers made just as much money as them and were like, all right, well, I'm moving to Cancun with uh, this supermodel I just married. Uh, I don't know. Stay in touch, guys. <laughs> and then these two guys were like, no. More, more, more. Uh, number three, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's best friend, Bill Gates. Mm. And then number two, Bezos, number one, Elon. Man, Bill Gates really... Uh... It's been a wild year for him. He's really, <laughs> he really like has. everybody was just like, "Hey, let's let, like he wrote he he was like the voice of reason, quote unquote, during COVID. He wrote a book about climate change is how we're yeah. going to solve it, and then immediately falls off a fucking cliff. Yeah, well, and he and you know as as we mentioned earlier, he's one of these guys that's been held up as like he's a good man. Look at he's trying and he's the most ruthless businessman. Yeah. In- world history and in fairness like you know he is trying to uh stop malaria forever mm-hmm. and like as far as like you know rich guy dick measuring contests goes like hey if you if that's how because i think he said like i'm not going to be in history books for microsoft but like if i solve this i might be okay if that's what it takes fine yeah if that's your motivation <laughs> i mean i thought enough motivation would be i have the means to help these people <laughs> But sure, getting the and history. I can't bump. possibly use this for anything else because it's just, <laughs> just too much of it. Yeah, all these people are getting sick in a place where I can't sell them any of my products. So I guess I'll have to make sure to wipe out malaria so these countries grow uh, economies that rely on Microsoft Windows. Look, you need incentives, Tom. Otherwise, yeah. nothing will get done. In society. Well, that's the other thing with a lot, you know, uh, with. With Zuckerberg, Bezos, and uh, uh, Musk, no Gates, that like they all are also like started businesses that then got to the point where it was like, all right, we got everyone. <laughs> How do we get more? Yeah, like you know, ninety five percent of the computers in the world run Windows. Uh, everyone in America and the developed world is on Facebook. Uh, everybody uses Amazon and then, you know, people like Zuckerberg are like, all right, uh, there's a ton of people in India. What's that? They don't have internet. Well, what if we gave them free internet so they could get on creating consumers, not like saving lives or improving people's lives or. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't look past the idea that that's what Bill Gates's end game is. He's like, it might take a while, but by the time I'm 130, like we'll be selling, uh, windows licenses like crazy. Uh, in, in these uh, third world countries. Now gas up the Lolita Express. We're going away for the weekend. 
Uh, but yeah, he really did uh, have quite a fall. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Hey, I think it's increasingly unlikely now, Tom, that anybody's going to give each of us half a billion dollars. Well, oh, because we shit on them? Yeah. For all the listener knows, we kept somebody off the list because they gave us half a billion dollars. Yeah, that's true. And that could be you. Tim, there's still uh, 2,190 billionaires out there. Well, 2,188 yeah, because we Longs, did mention two yeah. of the Waldens out there that, uh, hey, look, you're hey, you're in the crosshairs next unless you give us each half a billion dollars or a hundred million dollars as a show of good faith. Yeah, that's a that's a start. That's that gets the conversation exactly. Started. And you can find out where to do that at tcgt.com. Hey, sign up to our hey, are you a billionaire? Sign up to our Patreon. <laughs> you know, you only have to uh, donate five or eight dollars a month for either bonus content or early content. But if you're a billionaire, why not put some extra zeros in there? Can you, is there a thing, I should know this. Is there what? a thing where you can name your price? Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, yeah. People okay. can put anything in there. All right, well, get well, to it. At, at half a billion dollars, we won't criticize you on Billionaires Part 2. <laughs> uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter, at Complete Guide. Follow us on Instagram, at TCGTE. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Complete Guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. Uh, and uh, check out our sponsors. That also helps. Uh, Tim, where do, do you put your odds at becoming a billionaire within your lifetime at? Um... 60%? 60? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say literally 0%. That I don't think there's a single thing you could do to become a billionaire. I could amass a billion dollar fortune. How? Oh, through a listener, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a number of ways. I'm Like, I'm going to announce this to you and the rest of the world. <laughs> well, ugh, you got me. I was to planning you? on... Yeah, stealing my ideas. Yeah, I mean, I've got Once a few again. of my own ideas to become a billionaire, but... uh you know, you got to have a lot of irons in the fire. Like we said, all these people, they've got multiple businesses. Tom, do you think you would become a bad guy? If you, okay, mm-hmm. if you had legal uh, yeah, $5 billion tomorrow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, I don't trust myself to be like, if, if that happened to me, yeah. I think I would get the brain worms that would be like, <laughs> all right, well, let it ride, baby. We're We're going to see how high we can go with this. Like, I don't think I'd be like, well, four hundred and ninety nine million of it will go to these yeah. four four point nine billion will go to this and I I'll... think I would be like, All right, I've got five billion dollars, but that's it. So I'm not gonna give it away. <laughs> yeah. My criticism of Jeff Bezos is like Amazon's still making money. Yeah. You could give away some of that money. It's not like this this gravy train's gonna suddenly stop for you. Yeah. That's my excuse for not giving away a single dime of my $5 billion I got for nothing. Right. You value things like when you don't want to lose it more than when you want to acquire it. Right. That's like a psychological thing. Like losing $5 is is, is like more emotionally effective than getting $5. Right. Um, Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I would just be a bad guy if I was a billionaire, too. I understand why they are. This is why we shouldn't let anybody become billionaires. Right. We should save them from themselves. Yeah. 
Honestly, I feel bad for them. Wow. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.